Hi and welcome to another episode of One and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Hello guys. How are you? Awesome. We, we all seem to be a bit tired from the uh, seminar, I think. Just a little, but all good. Oh, well. We, we uh, yeah, yeah, well, hopefully it's, uh, it's not just big three days. Hopefully uh, the next 363 days going to follow the same, you know? Can you imagine if we had that kind of intensity for the, the rest of the year, how, how much learning you, you'd get? Yeah. Yeah. Well, before before we go any further, I think uh, we, we we have to read the um, the scoring of last week because the scoring of last week, our wine was very simple. Cam had the highest rating at four point six, followed by me at four point four three. I'm sorry, not followed by Chris at four point yeah, yeah, and then Chris at four point four, and then Lou at four point two. So that was so so close. It was. Unfortunately, uh, we voted that uh, Cam's wine was disqualified. Uh, um, in many ways, I was, I don't know, you know. Anyway. You knew it voted. was a bad call, mate. <laughs> you, know, you, knew I, was, I, you knew it was a bad call. I, yeah, in, many, in some ways, it, it was probably a bit of a bad call, but um, you have to live with what you call. Now, um, Let's have a look at uh, our wine this week. Let's start with Louise. Hey, so this week I'm bringing to the table, it's a Shiraz, a Margaret Shiraz. Can you guys see here? Um, so it's a John's Blend number 22, um, John Glatzer. Now, a little bit like racehorses, sometimes I choose my wines by the name. Um, so what I did is I, uh, when we were down the Southern Highlands, I went to the bottle shop and I was, I was struggling a little bit, I have to admit. So it had my grandmother's name on it, Margaret. So I thought, you know what, that's a sign. I'll take that. So I'm hoping I did use my little app. So it does rate well on the app. So as long as it rates well everywhere else, it should be a good drop. Very oh, good. What's I'm well sure though? That- because two weeks ago you thought 3.6 rated well. So what are we- <laughs> We've all got to start. He's got it. He's got it. We've all got to start somewhere, all right? I'm sure your girlfriend was a one out of ten. So how much is that bottle, Louise? Um, sixty-seven dollars. Right, I see. It looks like uh, wine's cheap down there, down Bower Way, huh? Because I I went just the day after you. Yes. And and uh, as this guy sees me get, pulling out the uh, Vivino, I'm looking for it, and uh, he goes, "What are you doing?" And I explain to him. He says, "I had some women in here yesterday doing the same thing as you." <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I, I've been very nice to him. So he told me what what your score was, and so all I had to do was to find a way of beating your score. <laughs> oh. Actually, he waited until I bought the bottle, and then he said. Uh, <laughs> Listen, right now I can tell you, but I think you're pretty safe. I think that yours are higher than the scoring of these ladies. <laughs> okay, we'll see. But I, I, I had bottle a, shop. Uh, what bottle shop was that? Bottle O. Yeah, it was yeah, the next bottle. to the pub. Next to the Moss Valley Inn. 
That bloke yeah. swore at me yesterday. Oh, oh so we've all been there. <laughs> what is it? He swore at you? Yeah. What? When I, said, when I said, can I have seven cases of this, he swore at me. <laughs> he didn't have it. You should have swore in a good way. Cause... He said, not a fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, ended up at BWS. What did you bring, TL? Uh, I got uh, St. Hugo. Uh, Kudawara this time uh, 2018 we've had uh, 2016 we've had uh, 2013 but uh, from what I sent Charlotte it, it's called very very high but I just don't know now yeah. um, because Cameron's Charlotte... <laughs> huh? blood pressure is rising I can see I can see it why is that because it's well, a good but it's a different year. He's going. I, bet <laughs> balls, I, didn't, see, I didn't see him do this. I, I need to see him do that again. Do that again. <laughs> so, <laughs> body language stuff, mate. What we just put the bottom lip. We just learned that. What was that one again? <laughs> Frustration. Yeah, that's it. Anxiety. What did you get? Me? Who? Me? Chris. Cam. Cam. I have. Yeah, Elisa, by the way, you can change bottle if you have to. I've, Are you changed? Change, okay. I've changed bottle. Yeah. All right. So I have a. Oh, the Art Series. An Art Series 2016. The Art Series. That's, that's more than $100. No, it was $110. And then I said, mate, I've got to win a podcast if I don't disqualify <laughs> me. How about you give it to me for 100 And he did. So that's good. $100 on the button. 2016 Margaret River. That is top bottle. What is top it? Top bottle. I don't know how you pronounce it because there's a Lee. It, it's a Lee with a U. Lee Wing. Lee Wing. It's no good asking TL how to pronounce words. We've worked that out over the last. Lee Wing. Lee Wing. Yeah. All right. That's cool. <laughs> that's the closest thing to Lee Wang, mate. So stop it. <laughs> so I've well, got a um, I've got a sinner. It's by Paul Murrow Estates. It's a, a limited release from the Barossa Valley, 278 Shiraz. Oh, no. I just and, um, It's a, yeah, let's see how it is. Rates pretty well on Vivino. And do you know what I just realised? Mine's a cork and I don't have a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> that's a disqualification. If you can't drink it, surely that's a disqualification. It's not a disqualification. I've got it. It exists. It's here and it's not open. So if you can't open. drink it. I can. I just need to go to my kitchen and get the corkscrew. Hurry <laughs> up. Go get it. Two seconds. <laughs> Live television. Beginner's mistakes. 3.6 one week. And she buys four bottles of the same thing that Thomas brings, and then she can't use that. Six P's, mate. Pride and pride. I probably would have to say that Cam's bottle probably. What was your, what's your bottle, by the way, Chris? Yeah, you're oh, asleep, and I just said it. <laughs> it's a Sinner. It's called Sinner by Paul Morrow States. It's a limited release race um, from the Barossa. 2017. Did you get it as well from Bonaro? No, I, 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 no, I'm ordering mine online. <laughs> it's cheap. From, from uh, Vivino's. You yep. never miss, sir. <laughs> what? We can all do that too. All right, do it then. I have a confession. Yeah. Because I've been away, 
I haven't been here to run the house. Someone has my corkscrew. <laughs> oh, the wonders of live television. How good. Oh, look, look, if I had been here the last four days, I would know damn well where that corkscrew is because I use it frequently, but I can't. Someone's got it. So I have a bottle. I have another bottle so I can have a drink with you guys. So What's that one, Ray? That's got to be the one. Right. So, uh, give it, oh yeah, give me the, give me the name. 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 This is rookie error number three. So I can't, I can't. This isn't even going to rate. It's a Jericho. It's a Tempranillo. It's what not year? even. 2022. 2020. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> listen, listen. Cam, you've lost two. If I have to lose one because of a rookie error, I'm happy. I'll oh, look, if you're going to pull the rules on me, I didn't get in in time anyway. So I'm out. Oh, Honesty, I like it. No, 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 no. No, I think that it was it was all right if he could pick. I think that was uh he, he had his bottle. I mean he had, he had 35 bottles. So uh, but I but I thought um I mean I, I couldn't help myself but afterwards take a picture and have a look at it. I'm going, no, no, it's <laughs> the poor bastard's gonna lose it because it, it's not a bottle for, for wine and wisdom. And so I listen, if you can change, you can change. But that is my favorite bottle, that one there. Wow. Really? But I don't know, I don't know about these kind of rules of, of negotiating, you know, because me now I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna say to the guy, listen, I pay hundred bucks for this one. Next time, the ten dollar bottle I buy, you can put two hundred dollars on it. All right. Everyone here <laughs> except everyone here now, because it's the first time I've done it, except Louise has had a bottle on here that's worth over the budget and has pulled the excuse, if I only paid this much, that's what it's worth. And you've done it as well, Luang, so don't need No, but I have to in order to get that percentage. Hey? I have to, to buy six bottles at a time in order to get a reduction. Right, I've done well, because on Vivino it's saying it's $172, so I want to be bloody wow. nice. If you, if you shut up, I might be able to taste it. It is, it is, it is. A <laughs> Did you I buy it down south? I wish you put it an hour ago, though, okay? Hey? I wish you opened it just a few minutes ago, like uh, half an hour ago. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, let's start. Let's start. Let's start this week's subject. This week's subject has uh, ranked the highest on one and wisdom <laughs> in, in, in terms of numbers of uh, comments. Cheers. Cheers, guys. We had zero. <laughs> Cheers, guys. You know, I think that's... So what does it say? That people are, are tired maybe of the subject? Oh, that's good. Or people are just scared to comment. Oh. A lot of people that are. Let's exchange. Let's exchange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's, mine's a winner. Oh, I don't know if you guys could taste it. So when I was in that bottle shop, Diane said to me, Lou, get the St. Hugo. I said, I know it's a good drop, but it, it on my app, because I'm, I'm sure I scanned it with Vivino. On my app, I didn't. I I thought my one rated higher, so I don't know. Depends which one, though. We've had 18 St. Hugo's on this podcast, so yeah, okay. I'll be going back through the list to make sure we haven't had. What year did you get? 18. 
18, he said, yeah. You'd be able to see on the label, so there's no problem. That was early days, uh, St. Hugo. The first time we would add that in the first 10 podcasts, I reckon. Yeah. We've had we've had it twice. I brought it and Troy bought it. Mm. Yeah, that was probably the week out. <laughs> the following week. <laughs> following week. Yeah, if, 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 Troy, if Troy bought it, it would have been like St. Hugo 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and Troy doesn't last year. <laughs> he drink, does he? No. Um, I think we started with is Omicron making things worse for the unvaxxed? But I, I think that it's it's a very touchy subject. Mm. I was thinking, like, you know, what 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 is happening? What's happening? Because we always have comments, and this week we got zilch. So first I thought. People are tired of vaccination. People are tired of COVID now variants. You know, the what's next and what, what are I going to do? And, and I think that people are also sick and tired of what these governments, uh, these states' governments are going to do if, if we get on the bandwagon, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, I don't know. Do you guys got an opinion on this? I, I we should have right. talked about think... the teachers' strike. That's what we should have talked about uh, after last week's little episode. I, I think people are over it. I think just people, people yeah. believe on that they are just sick and tired. They're fed up. They're like, well, let's move on. And the fact that we're a week away from everyone being free anyway. I think, just yeah. Look, there's I a also... bit of, Sorry, there'd be, there'd be a bit of COVID fatigue, but I also think part of I don't know what things are like around where you live, but five out of six shops you walk into now, there's no one scanning. There's people walking yeah. around without masks. I think it's out of sight. I think if in two weeks' time, if they shut all the borders again and the unvaxxed aren't allowed to go anywhere or do anything, it would be a more uh, polarising topic, which we might have expected. But I th- listen, I thought we'd be locked down again by now. So I mean, My opinion is I think when Omicron... Um, first hit the news and everybody went, oh, here we go again. I think the reality is it sort of was a hot topic for a few days and now it's kind of just fallen into the background. It's I don't think it's anywhere as bad or extreme as what they were first predicting. And I think the other thing is because we're so close to the 15th, which is supposed to be when we, those that aren't vaxxed doesn't matter, they can mingle again and there's not this segregation in society. I think people, we're so close to that that people aren't, people aren't interested anymore, you know, I think. There's still... Sorry, Thomas, you go. But from what I'm hearing is there's actually uh, a lot of rules against the unvaxxed. Um, yeah. There are clubs that have made the decision that, no, we're still going to protect our patrons. And if, if you're, you, you are not vaccinated, we're gonna, not going to let you in. And those and it's not just one club. There's quite a few players doing this. So I, I, I think the what you're talking about the segregation, uh, it's no longer going to be by state. Businesses are starting to take that on board. Absolutely. I, I think what's going to happen, obviously, and hopefully come the 15th, we won't have to wear our mask. Um, it's never been a mandate that people have to get vaccinated. It's been by choice. And those that think on the 15th they're going to have their freedoms, I think they've got another thing coming because from what I understand, um, those businesses as individual businesses have the right to make up their rules as to who can and can't go into their business to protect themselves and their staff. And a lot of, a lot of businesses are going to say, well, sorry, unvaxxed, not welcome. You know? I don't, <clears throat> careful saying there wasn't a mandate because it clear as hell was without 
uh, making saying that word. But I sold a house to someone during the week who would, she said, oh, we've got to do the contracts by this day because I'm going away for a week. We're hiring a van. I'm taking the kids for a trip. And then she rang me two days later and said, yeah, our trip didn't go so well because I'm not double vaccinated. When I got there, they wouldn't give me the van to drive around with her kids in and they won't give me a refund. Oh, and at nowhere on their website or anything, according to her, I will say, allegedly, is there any information about the fact that you need to be vaccinated? But how crazy is that? Like sitting next to someone in a restaurant's one thing, driving around the countryside with your own kids in the car. Yeah. You Pull can't catch COVID from the person who was in the car before you. Look, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's what we're heading for. And well, well that's not that, what like, we're heading for. That's where we already are. So absolutely crazy. I, I think like society a lot majority of people are have as you said COVID fatigue i think businesses will get there even those those businesses that are putting this restriction on non-vax coming into their premises i don't think they'll they will stand they they will keep that up for very long I just I think within, within a few weeks i think that'll fall by the wayside because it's just too much extra work trying well, to make sure i was talking to a business owner here in port macquarie last week totally against and absolute anti-vaxxers don't want their staff even having it admittedly um say that they don't even check people's um criteria when they come in etc now she said that they quite frequent a lot of food you know restaurants and stuff in town and for a while there a lot of them went listen not vax, not coming in then as the weeks went on what she said is listen you know they started inviting these people back in um freely knowing full well they're not vaxxed because they said if we keep up this stance we're cutting our own throat so they're just saying you know what we know the rules but if we stick to the rules we're going to go broke if you go on if you go on basic numbers they say by the 15th or 95 percent. now i looked at the figures just before we got on i think we're at 93 percent double 94 percent single so we're just about there. We're talking about seven, less than 7% of the population that is not vaxxed. Mm. So, Sorry, mate. I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's... I don't agree the fact that they're not vaxxed. I just don't know if it's worth these businesses eliminating or putting people there or putting their staff through the responsibility of being bouncers. I want to check your idea to see if you're old enough sort of thing. I just don't think it's right. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But for example, imagine a club. So, so this is uh, this is what I found out. Imagine you're running a club. You've got staff personnel, and what happens if they catch something and something happens to them? Yeah. As, as an employer, have you done your best to protect them? That's going to be uh, the, the the case. Now, on the other hand, when the board decided, the board of that club decided, no, we are not going to allow the anyone who's unvaxxed in they actually followed some calculation that they that been done by bigger clubs and the big clubs went and found out that you know what five percent of people are anti-vax or, or didn't get any vaccination so you know yeah. what we don't care about them we even if we lost those five percent who cares we, we we just concentrate on 95 so that is business calculation right so yeah, yeah uh the, the the things that's happening to me i i think we we now live in a world where we're starting to calculate whether the odds for doing business is what's going to drive our COVID rules and regulation for the business. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. making a decision on who's expendable and who isn't. Right? Mm -hmm.
Mm. Well, I think we all might do that in wars where we work out, well, if it only kills this many people, it's probably worth doing. Jesus. Let's let's leave the unvaxxed for, for a while, because in the unvaxxed, we also have children. What's the likelihood that these bloody governments are starting to use Omicron and all of these things that's happening in Europe and all of these stories about lockdowns and all that stuff to now drive the population to vax their children before school starts? Well, it's a very big change, isn't it? Mm. I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden... Yeah, you know, it was the timing was impeccable. The day after there was a new strain, it's funny though. I cracked a joke about Omicron sounding like a new cryptocurrency. You know, it actually is, <laughs> and it went it up. It went up eleven hundred percent the day that they named the new strain. That wow, and it dropped it dropped eighty percent the next day. But um, because <laughs> <laughs> it was if it was as contain if it was as deadly as Delta, then they might have made some more money. Um, the day it was literally nearly the day that they said there was a new strain and they came out and said Pfizer's been approved for people five years old. Nah. So it did make so many, what a coincidence, eh? All so of a sudden. Saying, like in the research that I did, okay, so it was first recognised in Africa on the 9th of November. Um, now, obviously, it's mutated version of the Delta or whatever. But the thing is with Africa, only 23% of the population is vaccinated at all there. So majority of the population aren't. And so when they first realised the strain and, and hit panic button because thinking it was, you know, more contagious than anything else, and, it, and, it, and it's turned out that it's actually not, they're thinking that it was just purely that it, it started in Africa with such a limited amount of vaccinated people. We'd hit panic stations way too early. It's nowhere near as bad as what everybody's thinking. So I don't know, like, how, where does it go from here? How, I, I, I don't think somebody, one of my, one of my um, associates that I called for a bit of uh, research today told me as far as he could remember, there's not a person in hospital in Australia with Omicron today. There's only been 13 cases and two sites um, for Omicron. But the so, question, there's, there's no N in Omicron. It, it, it's Omicron, Chris. Omicron. 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 The question was about the kids, right? So the, when yeah. they came out the same, I could have driven off the road. That was me just massaging the decks beside me because I'm listening to the radio and the radio says the TGA is now uh, approved Pfizer for five to 12 year olds. And then, the, but that was, that was the start of it. And I went, you're fucking kidding me. They finished by saying, which is a good thing because uh, it's been found that the largest majority of COVID cases are amongst children. Like that's how they had to finish it. It wasn't, that's the scare campaign, right? They're not going to scare people by saying Omicron's dangerous now. They're going to scare people by saying kids are the, have the largest percentage of carriers. But we all know, and since it started, the kids don't get sick and kids don't die. And yes, there's probably been one or two or maybe five, but give me a break. That's the scare they're going to run now. Exactly. Yeah. Kids are... Kids are the biggest risk. Well, first of all, it was 90-year-olds, but we've killed half of them and the other half are vaccinated. So now it's um, five-year-olds are going to be the biggest threat to the, the world being able to continue. Yeah. And then, to what benefit, though? To, to what benefit, though? Money, because mate. Money, money, That's money. what I was about to say. Apart from the obvious financial gain for these Pfizer's and whatever, whatever. The no, it's a political game because if Pfizer's paying... 
backhanders or even overhanders on the table money okay. to All lobby right. to lobby that. politicians. All right. right. What 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 politician, a human being would do it every day of the week, but what politician would say, Oh no, I'm not gonna take those tens of millions of billions of dollars of money you're throwing our way. I'm just gonna make kids get vaccinated. And then the next thing is there won't be a very big take up of it, I'm sure of that. And then it'll be no jab, no play. And that's when Thomas and I are storming the capital because I'm not living in a world where I have to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. But, but did you know that there's eight new cases today? So they made a, a bit of a big deal. Did you know that Barnaby Joyce now got COVID? Yes, I did say that. In the US, he's got it. And, but the way that they're driving it, I'm telling you, Cam is going to be right. No, no, no vax, no play is going to come in and all that stuff. That's no go because I'd rather have my kids than not be in that school. Uh, I'd rather them than be somewhere else, safe, right? Because if these guys think that they got, they've got the right to really dictate what our kids will be doing, it's one thing, you know, to put it in me. I'm old enough. Anything happens, I'm cool. Mm. But these kids, they are 5 to 12. They've yeah. got a life ahead of them. We, we need to be a little bit more cautious about some of the things we do, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think too, like if they're not old enough to vote, they're not over 18 to do what an adult can do, then they're not old enough to make that decision and the parents can't make that decision for them, you know. Well, yeah, but then playing devil's advocate, I'd be it'd probably be a completely different stance from me if that was actually killing kids, right? Polio, right? We got vaccinated against polio, did we not? Yeah. Killed a lot of kids, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So... I want my kids to be vaccinated against polio. I, am I, do I want my kids to be vaccinated against a sniffle? Unnecessarily? <laughs> no. Back in our, no, maybe you guys were not born, but back in my younger days, my parents, they would they would be dancing if I, I got a bit of sniffle because they said, mate, you're building your immune system. Yeah, we used to send, you send kids around to other kids with chicken pox. Exactly, exactly. And chicken pox has been known to kill people if you get it at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. So is the flu. Well, the flu still, well, the flu stopped killing everyone because now there's only one thing that kills people. And and it's not Omicron. So I don't know. (laughs) Where did my old friend Delta go? Where She was a good girl, wasn't she? (laughs) She's disappeared off the face of the planet. They kicked her off the voice and now the virus itself has run out and... Okay, so the, the, the title of the podcast is Omicron. Omi, Omicron. No. Make, um, make, uh, um, was, um, Omicron. Oh, am I listening to your Vietnamese slang or am I saying? <laughs> I've always pronounced I. Eh. That's what I was taught in school. Omicron. Omicron. E okay, is so for E and is I is for E. It worse for <laughs> the word, right? And I, I press on the button pronunciation because I've received some lesson on pronunciation over the last few days so i it's omicron omicron okay so is omicron making it worse for the unbats so how about this for a third party story i was talking to somebody today okay so at a school graduation this morning all right so originally both parents were invited both parents bought tickets both parents were going Due to weather, the event had to be moved inside. So unfortunately, one parent got shafted and only one could go. Now, at this school, there is a teacher who has made it fully well known 
that she is dead against the vaccine, won't have it, won't be forced to have it, will lose her job over it and happy to do that. However, anybody that attended this graduation this morning had to be fully vaxxed and show proof. That teacher was there because her daughter was graduating today. So how did she get in? She had a fake passport. So is Omicron making it worse for the unvaxxed? I don't think it is because those that are unvaxxed and anti-vaxxers, they've found the loophole. They know the way around. You know how most of these um, fake passports are being made? 97 Langford Drive, Karen. Most of these fake When they turn up on a doorstep, I'm going to ask them if they bring some Maccas with them in. <laughs> Listen, true story. And tell me if your kids aren't on it. Most of these fake passports have been made on Snapchat. Yep. You can Google the colour of the COVID green background. You can Google the font, the specifics of the passport. You can do it on Snapchat. And I'll tell you now how easy it is. Because my daughter was telling me, now my daughter's, you know, almost 21 years old. She hasn't made one and nor would she. But she said, Mum, I can make one in less than three minutes. She said, there's friends of mine that have done it. Um, well, friends of friends, I should say. Um, but that's how. And when you ask around the younger generation, because they're so tech savvy, that's how they do it. Um, the, now, the, thing is, what? the thing is this, they've got to scan in. If they go into a venue, they've got to scan in with the New South Wales app and then they go in. So if they've scanned in and they go into somewhere like an RSL or something, they know that they've gone in. And then they go to the RSL, say, we're going to fine you because these people will come in and go, well, hang on, we're checking everyone. So then they get fined for having a, face, a fake passport app too. Yeah, but the thing is, so are they checking? No one's checking. When do you scan in? You, your name comes up. So my name comes up, Louise Fleming, COVID, passport, double vax, et cetera. If I'm going to a club, yes, they ask to see my photo ID. Nowhere else ask for me to prove who I am. They don't ask, oh, by the way, I need to see your driver's license. You scan. see how Lou just threw in there that she still gets asked for ID? <laughs> <laughs> you see how she just, she just oh, oh, they still check my license. They still check my license when I go to a club. Bullshit, Lou. They're doing it out of sympathy. Well, Listen, I, I didn't think you'd be smart enough to pick that up, but you obviously are. Yeah, oh, mate. It does it Oh, God. But listen, no, but seriously. <laughs> when was but the last time you got checked for ID? Denial? You know, I've just been down there with you guys. I've visited places. I, I, I jumped on a plane twice to get there. Yes, everywhere I went, I had to show it, but not one person asked me to prove who I am. Now, oh, I, we were just... I could have screenshotted yours chris for all they know and went bang there it is they would not have asked no one asked for you my know what it proves to me and this might be a bit of a reach but i'm going to run with it the majority of people didn't get vaccinated because they felt like they were in any danger or that they were doing it to be safe the majority of people got vaccinated because they felt like they didn't have a choice right so right. and now and now because i'm sure we just we just spent four days in a town that clearly didn't give a shit right didn't give <laughs> Two Don't tell hoops. <laughs> like we went to a, we went to one spot the first night, and they, we'd have dinner. And she's like, "Quick, you better throw your mask on in case you catch COVID between the front door and the table." That was the host of the, that was the, <laughs> the manager of the 
the restaurant. They just didn't give a rat's ass, and and nor should they, nor should they, because in a town of fifty people, no one there's got <laughs> COVID. But what it, that's what it tells me. All the hoo ha about be safe and protect people, and all the every moron that was carrying on about people who weren't vaccinated, I guarantee you're doing exactly the same thing now, walking in, probably not scanning, probably not showing, probably not checking. All those people who carried on like it was the end of the world and, and vilified anyone who dare, dare suggest that maybe we don't need to get vaccinated. They're all part of it. They're, they have to be because it's 90% of places you go. 95% of people are vaccinated and 90% of your places they go, they don't give a shit. So what's that telling you? Well, and here's the thing, Cam, where we just were, and we won't name names, but... Um, Brisbane. Because, because Yeah, Brisbane. Because the bloody reception was so goddamn bad there, the guy said, show me your vaccination status. And I sat in um, reception for 15 minutes with the circle of death going on my screen. I said, mate, it's not loading. And he said, oh, don't worry about it. And I thought, well, there you go. No, but that's the point. And the yeah. only time it'll come back to bite anyone is when there's a case and they've got a contract chase it and they find out there's 300 people walk through the door that weren't checked. So yeah, yeah. and that's the I sad thing. So let's say I'm Omicron, I'm Macron. Stop saying it. We're, we're pushing the share price up, and I haven't All bought right. any. So let's say let's say this new COVID uh, gets, you know, there's a big outbreak. Yeah. Is it fair that we lock everyone down? Well, I didn't. I thought. I, th I said. I thought we'd already be locked down, or at least Queensland would have shut their borders. Comrade up there, she's slipping. But we're also heading into a federal election, mate, where they cannot afford us to go into those, another lockdown. Those Queensland borders are now opening on the thirteenth, so that's five days away. So yeah, at the moment, it's uh, Palache. She's trying uh, to uh, to be brave, but really, she had to, until the fifteenth to really relax all her rules. Right, so she had to do it in such a way she didn't lose weight, so there's no problem. And I don't believe there's going to be anything happening in terms of uh, lockdown or isolation for two reasons. I think people are sick and tired of it, right? It has fixed nothing. If, if anything, that we've gone through two years to know that after Omicron, there's going to be Xerox or whatever it is. And that's quite and, and the second reason, I think that the... Um, the next federal election is on the 21st of May. Yeah. We're not going to do anything until then. And it's very lucky it's on the 21st of May because it's not even the beginning of winter when cold flu and viruses really start to get in. So right now, they they on on that kind of a wave where it's going to be maybe good weather, no rain, and there's going to be a lot of sunshine. So... We, we're not going to have these kind of issues. My, my biggest thing is going to be now. I don't, know if you've seen the, I don't know if you've seen the news, mate, but there's going to be a lot of rain and house prices are going down. They're the two things. That, no, but uh, <laughs> my biggest thing is going to be what they really going to be brainwashing us between now and the start of the new school year. Mm. That's going to be the game they're going to play. That, mark my words, Watch it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. You reacted poorly when I brought this up the other day, TL, but I hope more people realise that all of a sudden there's four or five people dying every day still of COVID apparently, and there's a couple of hundred cases across the country every day, and that was more that was enough to shut the whole country down two years ago. 
And when yeah. I when I said that to you last time, you said, "Well, it's an idiotic statement because now we're vaccinated." It didn't matter, right? One death or one person with a cough shut a whole country down. And now not only are people still dying and it's still spreading, we've had two new strains since then, but now all of a sudden, because there's an election on the 21st of May, nothing will be done about it. And more people need to realise that for when the next thing comes, for when the kid thing comes, Mm. people have to go, fucking hell, you're right. All of a sudden there's no death counter on the news all of a sudden and all of a sudden they still mention it on the radio every day how many people are dying but no one's putting two and two together going, oh, okay, now it's all right for people to die from it. Same amount of people almost that were dying. There was four or five people dying a day when it was Armageddon, right? And now that they will use it between now and the school year to make sure kids, which will, yeah. So Teachers deserve a pay rise. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. But listen, because it's a fake passport. I mean, last week we spoke about a teacher, so representative of teachers. And this week they were lucky enough to have a uh, what is it? A strike on Tuesday. Uh, how was it? Uh, your children, they didn't go to school. Mine were in that town that we're not going to meet. Mine were in Brisbane with us, being unvaccinated and running around. Oh. <laughs> But it's no, on a serious note, though, like we all live in different parts of New South Wales and I'm I'm at minimum four hours away from either one of you. Do you guys know? Oh, lovely. Does, do you guys know or have or know of anybody who's had COVID? You do? Do you care? Barnaby Joyce. No, but people that like friends, family. I think he's had it a few times because he's got a very swollen head, that bloke. <laughs> his head a very red face he's got I a few like inflammation a issues a lot of wine or something. No, no i don't know i don't know anyone who's had it no and what about you thomas i do i do but he's the worst thing so i don't know what, what what's your point because i do no what's... my point is my point is i ask a lot of people the same you don't question. think it exists you are no, tin I, I, I do think it exists because it's, <laughs> it, it's not that silly but i know it exists but the, but the point of my question is, when I ask a lot of people that question, very rarely, maybe one in 100 people, or le- like it would be more than that, it would be one in 500 people don't know anybody who's ever had it. And I don't question that it exists. I just question how much it exists. Oh, well, I think, mate, I've, I've probably had it. The thing about it was right from the start, the majority of people, no, but the, the vast majority of people were asymptomatic show yeah, no symptoms of it, wouldn't know yeah. they've had it. Yeah. So we could probably all get tested and there's a maybe there's a very good chance that we'd all have the antibodies from it. Now, I'm obese, so if I got it, I probably would have known about it because it kills fat people, right? Fat people and old people, that's what it does. But um, you wouldn't know. I mean, I've had a few over the last two years. I've had a couple of weeks here and there where I've been felt pretty run down and pretty average and um, only when it turned into a cough or a splutter. I've only been tested twice in those two years, but uh, mate, there's a very good chance we've all got some of it floating around in us because was it 97% of people were asymptomatic? Or yeah, something was, like that. It was something huge yeah. like that. Right? So, Unless they have the underlying illness, but um, yeah, no, I, I yeah. And that's, that's what, that's why. I, I, we probably know heaps of people have had it. I, I think that the, um, to press your points today, I think there was more than 1,200 cases in Victoria. Okay. Don't you find that really COVID's actually killing our values? 
because you have people lying, people showing fake passport, people doing really wrong things, you know. You've got people actually dobbing other, you know, and, and, and you have you have every kind of values happening for the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I even know of people who are retirees and who actually have gone out there telling everyone around them, yes, we are vaccinated, when they're not. So mm-hmm. they can be left alone. I mean, how, these, how bad is it that retirees in the twilight days have got to break values in mm-hmm. order to live in total tranquility, if you will, like where no one's going to come and say, point the finger at them. How sad is that? Can I ask you, Thomas, are they breaking their values or are their true values coming out? Because they're being put under pressure now. Were they always liars? We debate, man, that deserve a full, full session. That is bloody good. I like that. Man, I know people that would hide behind other people and their values weren't the best. And the minute they got COVID, they manipulated the system and they made up stories that they got a natural vaccination. So they got the green passport because they got natural vaccination. I've never heard of that before. And I looked into it. Apparently it doesn't exist from what I know. So. And do you know what? Like just, just to further that conversation there, when I was talking to these anti-vaxxers the other day, they didn't ask whether I was vaccinated. And I let them ramble on for 15 minutes telling me how bad the vaccine and that never in the million years would they put it in their body and blah, 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 blah. And the whole time listening to them, I was thinking to myself, I have two choices here. I have to go along with it and pretend that I'm one of you, or I actually have to take, stand by my values and one being honesty and say, you know what, I am, and here's why, and here's why I did it, you know, and I I let her ramble. And then I said, listen, I hate to break it to you. And I hear all your bad stories and your scary things that you just told me, but I'm actually vaccinated and I've been vaccinated for four months now and I'm actually completely fine and there's nothing wrong with me. Um, and if her jaw didn't drop and hit the ground, I, you know, it, it must have been something else. But she was horrified. And but but I found myself questioning in that moment, do I be honest or do I just go along with it? Because I didn't, you know, obviously as human behavior, we sort of go you know yeah. do we did you know what i mean like you sort of go yeah, absolutely oh shit you know i don't want to hurt her feelings i don't want to disappoint her i don't want to make her feel bad but i just thought you know honesty's got to prevail here and i said i did i said if i was an employee and my and it, and and i had the choice and my job didn't depend on it no i probably wouldn't have had it i said but if i didn't have it in my position i have 12 employees under me so it wasn't a decision for me and myself alone. My decision was based on 12 other people's lives. Yeah. And that, to me, was worth more, even if it did make me sick. It doesn't matter why you got it. And it doesn't matter why people don't. Everyone is entitled to their own choice. And, I agree. You know, I, I, I reckon, Crusoe, there would be people who are already bullshit artists who are saying one way or the other. But I reckon yeah. the majority... But I reckon the majority... The majority have been, everyone's been put into a corner where you can't say yes or no or whatever because it's such a hot topic. Like it's such a, the the anger on both sides is so vitriolic that if I was a retiree and people were going to hate on me for not being vaccinated, I'd tell people I was too. Like, it's no one's one's business. That's the, it's none of your business. 
unfortunately, it is. Let's ask, let's ask him. He would know something about this. Where's the Jeff? Is he here? Hi, the Jeff. How you doing? He's connecting. He's, he's connecting. Oh, the Jeff. Put on your microphone, the Jeff. Microphone, right? Not video. It's like gear. No one should see your face, mate. Better for everybody. Yeah, it takes it takes a little while to actually come in and mute and unmute and so forth like that. It's very hard to click a button at your age, the Jeff. I understand. I think we should name him the Stig, to be honest. What? Uh, what? It's already been taken, mate. When I was um, was stealing the idea, not the whole thing. I was actually quite mesmerized. I, I, I was so disappointed I missed last week. Wow, I've never seen so many comments. There was a few, mate. There was a few, wasn't there? Yeah, where were you? Well, you know, sometimes you have to do things. You have to work. You didn't to sell any houses last week. You have to work. <laughs> but, uh, geez, I never knew any, so many people that hated teachers like you guys. Mm. Oh, those poor teachers. Oh, I was <laughs> devastated. We got, we got one person that speaks of a personal incident and we just go out and hate all teachers. You know, your yeah, time um, for comments. Time for comments for last week, Jeff, when you weren't here. So, well, <laughs> let me just say, you know where I am now. Brisbane. I'm in the nation's capital. In oh, the good. nation's capital. So I'm down here talking with Scott. Don't get too close to Barnaby. Well, no, he's in Washington. <laughs> he's in Washington. Maybe they'll lock him away for two weeks. But um, yeah, I came down here because I, I think Scott's in a bit of a, a bit of a bother down here. We've got Barnaby Cross there getting sick. We've got all those big high-rise uh, ministers all resigning, you know. I, I and we're going to have this election. I think I think he's got some problems coming. So I thought I'd just come down here, have a quiet beer, general chit chat, you know, see where he's up to. This uh, Omicron is on, huh? Is it a, another story to get our kids vaccinated or what? Well, you would understand banding more than most people. I reckon it's been driven by Pfizer. Pfizer is actively out there promoting all these research trials. Mm. And so consequently, what's going to actually happen here? And we've already had it already with banding. Which one did you have? I had the Pfizer. I had the AstraZeneca, I had the Moderna. So we've already got ourselves into that brand of brand loyalty. So what's going to happen is the ones that had the Pfizer, they're going to get their kids. Well, the, the kids can only have Pfizer now. Pfizer's going to take over the world. Now, do you reckon that they're going to say, no, we're going to do the right thing. We are going to um, understand what the health politicians are saying and uh, policies they're going to be driving this they're going to be going crazy gang if imagine pfizer is immunizing the whole world yeah good point Jeff. Mm -hmm. i like I like that i like that point, shares in pfizer I, I i like that but uh listen uh the jeff i'm going to ask you one deeper questions because i'm i'm in um in that kind of predicament you have young children between five and twelve would you get them vaccinated like next month on between now and February? Yeah, I would actually. I would. You Look, would? Um, yeah, because um, 
you know, I believe strongly in all the vaccination policies, you know, the measles, mumps, whooping cough, um, diphtheria, blah, 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 blah. I believe strongly in all the hepatitis and so forth. Um, you know, if you think about it, how many times do we have hepatitis, but we still get we still get immunized against it because it could be a fatal disease. How many times do we get tetanus? We only worry about tetanus when we stand on a rusty old nail. So, you know, all these things, we get ourselves protected. So but tetanus and hepatitis will kill you. COVID doesn't kill children, mate, or even make them sick. Well, it does. You know, there, it does, but you know. No, in, in terms of percentage, it doesn't really kill. Come on, mate. Significantly, Jeff. So, why would we put something potentially unknown, uh, 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 an unknown factor into people who uh, have got a very, very small percentage of risk? Because we want to minimize, you want to minimize any risk to your family any risk to the community, any risk. Well, you might not care about the community, but any risk to your family. You imagine know, imagine if your children... Using big words, that's using like, uh, like, it's like Americans using dolphins to torpedo boats. So that would be like me using my children to make sure the community is right. Well, no, that's why, that's why I sort of like took that community back, saying it's more about, I'm, I'm worried about protecting my family. And so... You personally asked me, would I get my personal, if I had children between X and Y, would I get them vaccinated? And I clearly said, yes, I would. I then started saying that I would get them because I want to protect them. them. And then I mentioned the word community. And probably I shouldn't have mentioned the word community because I don't really care about the community. Well, let me ask you this then, Jeff. <laughs> that's, that's the get your own kids. If they bring in, if they bring in, if they bring in no jab, no play for kids. Well, they already have that policy in all of the um, kindergarten centres, the preschools. Yeah, for the major, for the major vaccines against diseases that actually kill people. If they say you have to stick an untested vaccine into your child, or they can't go to school, for or against. Well, remember that the. Preschool, they already have that policy. Okay? Don't care. No, they don't. Not for COVID. Not for COVID. Not for COVID. No, not for COVID. But for yeah. preschool children, it hasn't been recommended. So you don't sort of like mix the two together. Not mixing the two. A... I said you school, are. mate. You, I never mentioned preschool once, and you're avoiding the question. No jab, no play, yes or no? The same as no hat, no play. That's a That's been a school for No, because skin cancer time. kills people, mate. Again. Here's the question, Jeff. I have a child who's five year old. However, in the bone structure, any uh, a doctor to, could say that you know she is growing at the rate uh, her bone structure is growing at the uh, rate of a three year old. But chronologically, she's five. What do I do? The, the issue is this: is that a lot of parents don't even know this kind of stuff about their parents because. Even though we all uh, have got a chronological age, we don't grow in a chronological manner. Everyone's got a different bone age and everyone's got a different growth rate. So when you pigeonhole now, the most important things in my life, my own kids. And you say, well, they're five, they're 12, it's fine. I go, no. When you show me the stuff that's gonna show me the information, 
It's fine. Like when, when I'm 50, 52, 55, or, or 60, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's close enough. But when you're five mm. and you make an, an, an error of one year, that's 20% error. Mm. Chris has got the mental age of a six-year-old. We've seen what happens with lack of development. <laughs> got the same too many vaccines. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, mate, I'd left you alone. I was into Lou. I oh, thought, yeah. I'm going to come back. <laughs> Jeez, gets his wine, gets off with it, and thinks he owns the world. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've got a question, though. I've got a question, though. We're talking about skin cancers and polio and diphtheria and all this sort of stuff. The, the mortality rate for, for COVID was about 1.9% on anybody who got COVID, right? It was about 1.9% mortality rate. Have, has anyone looked into the mortality rate for skin cancers and, and, and so forth? Because it's all well and good to comment on you know, no hat, no play, no jab, no play. But what are the stats, man? Because 1.9% seem low to me. And is it the same on skin cancers? Is it the same on... I know whooping cough is a cough is a terrible disease for, for, for children. But yeah. do you get where I'm going? Let me, let, me throw, let me throw a comment towards uh, Louise. Sure. When, when they introduced the vaccination for your daughter at a certain age for... HPV yep. to prevent cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. So that was a vaccination yep. for young girls. Yep. And, and you made the comment that, you know, you, um, because they're less than 18, we shouldn't have to, you know, make this, make them subjected to that. But you would have subjected your daughter to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I had the same um vaccine when i was at school and i think and that was bloody 18 years ago or something now so i had no um problem with sort of suggesting to her that yes she should have it and and that you know i can't see why she shouldn't have it i think i think the point of you know i, I was having a conversation with my sister about this and you know she's you know, I mean, she's she's no university professor, let's put it that way. And she made one line comment, which made total sense to me. And the comment was, she said, Lou, people that got vaccinated and people that, that aren't getting vaccinated, I think it boils down to one thing. People either did it or didn't do it because they were scared. And whether that was scared of losing their job, scared of losing their income, uh, if they're an anti-vaxxer or a non-vaxxer or whatever you want to call them, they were scared of what they're putting in their body. Bottom line is people are scared. And I think that's the thing when it comes to the children, if it hadn't been around for the last 15 years, I would have no hesitation in saying, yes, five and 12 year olds should have it. But it is so new and they're so young that like Thomas said, if you're 50 years old, you, you don't think twice because you know, you've lived a good life at that point, but a five-year-old child, like my children are way beyond that age now, but I look at five-year-olds that I know and, and I think they're just so innocent. And there's just, if, if and all the news has said for the last two years that COVID ex has existed, that it basically doesn't affect children. Children, you know, it, it, it doesn't even, you know, it doesn't affect them at all. Hardly any children have died from it. Um, and suddenly now it's all flipped on its head and children are the most at risk and need to have it. It just, 
doesn't make sense to me. Well, no, Chris, the, the point is that you've actually gone out and got your daughter vaccinated mm. because you want to protect her. Absolutely. And as I have now, with all my children, correct. so far, because the so what is the difference right. between what is the difference between a vaccinating for COVID to protect your children and vaccinating for HPV to protect your daughter. There's been no studies on whether the vaccine's any good for kids, mate, or it's going to do anything to well, them later in life. That's what Mr. Pfizer's doing right now. Well, that's right now, that, but they've already approved it, mate. It's already been approved. Yes. If I answer your question, the Jeff, my my answer is because of I've had every vaccination that my children have had, and I'm still here healthy, strong, fit, no repercussions whatsoever. And majority of the 95% of the other people in my life have also had the same vaccinations and in the same boat. I have no problem with them having what's been researched and has been years in the making and billions of people have had. It's this new vaccine that, yes, even though I've had it, um, and look, I would hate to have a five or a five to 12 year old right now and be put in the position if it gets to that point where we have to no jab, no play. Because, you know, there comes a point as a parent where you got to draw the line. And, you know, I think Thomas said in the beginning, you know, like it, it comes a point where you say, not over my dead body. Will they have but you've, you have raised a good point that people are scared. People are scared. But also, people now have actually read so much. Now they're overly perplexed by so much. And mm -hmm. they've listened to so many uh, reports and they've Googled it to death. Sometimes you've just got to go with it. It's a bit like ADHD. There, there were kids who 20 years ago were asked to have ADHD pills. You know, I, I still remember my, my son, I mean, he's now old enough so I can really say it publicly, but we, we had a meeting with, with the principal and the, the principal of the school was pushing us to put ADHD pills into him. And uh, my wife was clear, I had enough to say, listen, my kid's got no ADHD, we know him enough. Your, your teacher's boring. So maybe you should get better teachers and we find. My teachers, my kids were not around. But really, there are kids these days who are suing the parents who actually put that medication to them. I don't care if they die. I don't want to be sued. If I can continue to say, sue me, the chair. I don't want to. <laughs> Chris, so in a study in the US, 24 states in New York, uh, 0.1 to 1.9% of child COVID cases resulted in hospitalization in mortality, 45 states plus New York and a couple others. I don't know what the abbreviation stands for. 0 to 0.03% of all child COVID cases resulted in more, death. 0.03. 45 states in the USA. I get, well, 24 states is a lot, it covers Australia's population probably tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. Five states. But he, 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 this is hit by a truck or a bloody plane crash or something ridiculous. Zero point zero three is the top end of the mortality rate for children with COVID. My issue is I don't really care what other people think about they want to do it or not. The question was asked to me, and I still advocate this. 
was, would I do it? I would want to protect my child because if you, you want to take, you want take the zero point zero three percent chance, but if you want one of the zero point zero zero three percent child parents that unfortunately your child did die because you unfortunately had this uh, viewpoint, how would you feel then? It's a the same as if they got run over by a car or fell off a bike and cracked their head because I let them ride right. their bike. You would be devastated, but you could have done something to prevent it. But you chose to put your, no, your head in the, the sand. because the vaccine hasn't been to proven to stop people dying. No. You chose to put your die. head in the sand because you've got this viewpoint. There's the no head in the sand, mate. People are dying every eight. 95% of our population is just about vaccinated and people are dying every single day. So there is no, you get the vaccine, you're not going to die. There is no, you get the vaccine, you're not going to get sick. There is no, you get the vaccine, you're not going to give it to other people. That's been the point all along. So bug it if, you know, I felt bad enough doing it for myself. Bug it if I'm going to do it for my kid. Not a chance. Yeah, the, the Jeff, I, I have to say, you know, I've been thinking a bit about that, this point of, from Cam. And we have to really admit, all of this stuff that we've been doing, really, has it done anything? Has it achieved anything? I was thinking, do you know that we've been debating for quite a few days before we actually advertised this title? And the title that Cam thought originally was uh, Omicron equal no lockdown. Uh, have, really, the question he raises, anything that we've done so far, has it really done anything? And I think that that's his point. We, we, we really fly on the seeds of our pants. So far, there was no problem with the kids. Now they got it, they're getting to 90% with the, the adult population. Now they go for the kids. It's to me, it's so much about the things. So, you know, when, when it was like 18 people, we locked down everything. Everyone has to stay home we, and, and we're going to have to nail your doors. Now we have 1,200 cases in, in, in uh, Victoria. And Premier Dan today came up and said, oh, they won't be any lockdown and we're going to make sure you're going to be fine because now he's realised when after people have threatened his life and his family and wanted to, 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 to hunt them, he, that now he's going to have to change his tune because he's, you know, there's no problem. I, I just don't know whether we can have five or six guys really make a decision like this. By the way, nobody has given me the right to have access to information so that I can really decide whether it's okay to pump some kind of poison into my kids. I'm not saying it's poison. Listen, I, I've, I've got it in me. It's, it's no problem because I, I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a weakened var uh, variant of COVID. But that's me. And I can make that decision to my kids. But a five-year-old can't make a decision for themselves. That's what good yeah. parenting is all about. That's what your last week's topic was about. Good parenting. Well, Sometimes you need... need teachers to tell you because you're not doing very good the teacher telling us is saying on a radio the tga not even explaining to people it's a therapeutic goods association has now approved pfizer for kids that's all the teachers are saying they're not saying how they're not saying why they're not saying what research went into it it could be that pfizer went and dumped a shitload of money in the tga's pocket and said how about we approve this for kids and it happened show us the evidence show us where it's can i give a scenario just Pfizer. It's also the rest. My sister, who's a nurse in Brussels, saying that you know even her entire department now is uh, onto COVID, and anything anyone who's got a, a heart condition or anything that is light surgery, they've just pushed back. 
And, and my sister is angry and there's nurses now walking off their, 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 their job. And they're angry because they're saying, you know, all of these people who are unvaxxed, they are the people who are in the hospital's bed. Yeah. And she's upset about it. And, and I said to my sister, listen, my rule's simple. We are free. Everyone can do whatever they want. If, if, if I put the, 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 the jab into me, it's cool. If you don't, it's cool. But if you get it and you have to go to the hospital, you just pay for the hospital bed. Just jack it up. If, if, the, if a hospital had more open-heart surgery, the Jeff, I guarantee you the, operate, the open-heart surgery cost will just skyrocket. If you can afford it, you'll get your bed. If you can't afford it, you don't. Well, let's do the same thing, but let's not punish everyone on the wide range and now use the kids because really we have to try and protect the community. Well, can I make a point? Can I make a point? And it is a little off topic, uh, off topic, but I think it's cheap wine you've been drinking. That was ridiculous. But anyway, no. Yeah, he does that to destabilize it. That's his game. I know, I know. And I've recognized it and I'm all over you it. Just... I do. I listen, but listen. No, I want to make a point. I want to make She's a... on. She's on, boys. I want to make a serious point. Listen. Make it. Okay. So... Are we all listening? Yeah. Everybody's... Go, Luke, go. Okay, you're all men. He wants to make a point, make a point. You're all men, and I don't need to know the specifics here, but I want to make a point. My, my eldest son is almost 19 years old, okay? I have two brothers that are older. Okay, now when my 19 year, almost 19-year-old son was born, he was two days old, and I said to the nurse, when are you taking him to get circumcised? And she looked at me with horror, and she said, what the hell? We don't do that. That's not a thing. That doesn't happen anymore. And I said, but when my brothers were born, it was an automatic thing. Doctors did that. It was something that happened at two days old. She said to me, how dare you? And she made me feel this big. She said, how dare you? How do you make a decision for that child's life at that age? And I said, fair call. So over the next eight years, my son developed infection after infection, after infection, after infection. His dad was circumcised and I had this debate, how is he going to, you know, understand why he's different to his dad and all the rest of it. So when he was eight years old, the decision was made after I sought the opinion of three specialists who all concluded that it was surgically and medically required that I was allowed to have that done for him. Now, I was made to feel this big as a mother because I just assumed that was the right thing and that was the done thing. But my point is, I was not allowed to make that decision for my child at that age because it's his body. What's the difference? You asked, you asked one person, though. That was, I think, the biggest problem. But what's the difference today? Today, because today in Perth, a, a toddler died um, after a botch uh, circumcision and, mm. and an infant's been injured. I say it's good that you, you just talked about it. Anyway, the Listen, mate, I don't know. What's your last minute of wisdom? What, what, just one more thing. What do you think of New York? They're mandating that everyone that works in New York is going to be back, has to be vaccinated. I think you should move there. It sounds like you'd be right at home, mate. <laughs> no, 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 but the Jeff, uh, actually, uh, two, 
Two Democrats even walked off in, uh, and joined the Republican to reject that because I think that Joe Biden's um, made a mandate of uh, getting any private company that's got more than 100 people to be fully vaccinated and actually they voted against. Um, I, I think that it has to go through the, the Congress. But I think it's going to be a big fight. You know, we, we are now we are talking about civil liberty. Mm. I, don't, I don't mind. I have got the freedom to decide to put a jab in me, but I think we need to respect that there are people who may not want it. It's fine. Just whack up, jack up the, the, the hospital bed if they get it and they need to go to the hospital. I'm fine by that. But I think that right now we're really getting to towards that kind of Auschwitz mentality, you know, that for the sake of something, we're going to have to be uh, going blind. And the world can change very quickly, the Jeff. What if one day we all turn around and say, oh, sorry, guys, the, we, we, we didn't really calculate because now the, the mutation of the virus is so fast that the, all, the, all the shots that you got didn't really work. You're back to square one. You're as good as all the unvaxxed people because this virus strain now will kill anyone, whether it is... Uh, someone uh, vax and or someone unvax. I mean, what would you say? There's a possibility for it to, to, to mutate to that. It's Absolutely. exactly like, and I was having a conversation with someone on the last few days. The flu vaccine every couple of years becomes, it's the super flu, the super flu. And then there's a new vaccine for it. It's going to be the same thing. We've got to get to a point where we move beyond worrying about this. Mm. But, you I, know, the thing is... I think the thing is, though, like us as adults, there's a thing like and we've all had it and because, you know, we have. But it's this thing when it comes to your children, your protective side takes over. And I think there's going to be a lot of parents that even if they have had it, they're going to reject the fact of their children having it. And that's when we're going to see an uproar. I have no question. No, but let's imagine this. So, so my child's my, my child's got a bit of a skin disorder and it's got asthma on top of it. And so it's taking certain medication. All I want to know is show me your research that the vaccine that you have is not going to just play games with whatever they've been they on right now. If you can show me that and I can really see the proof. I mean, what is it something? I mean, is it I've got the right to ask for that kind of information, but to go out and say five to 12, you're fine. I think you're not giving me enough information for me to say, now you're playing with the most expensive commodity in my life. Mm, yeah. There was a, there was a, a pediatrician that says, look, we, we, went out, we went out of our way to educate people. Uh, we then started giving a lot of information. And then he said at the very end, He's actually got quite sick and tired of people trying to argue with him. And he just said, it's your choice. Simple as that. Your choice. Yeah. So, you know, whether you want to protect your family or whether you want to listen to other reports or you want to finally learn to read medical research articles that are often ambiguous in their findings, you know, it's... it's and I mean, you. And I the problem be, is you're, you're saying something like if you... You saying if you want to protect your family with a voice like you're only doing that by getting vaccinated, and we're sitting here going, we're protecting our family by not giving the kids a jab, and that's the point. We could say the same thing. You, know, if you don't want to protect your family and want to risk it with a jab, then that's on you, right? So, uh, 
we're, we're arguing the same thing. You want to, you would protect your children and we're saying we're protecting ours by not doing it. You can't use, oh, well, if you don't want to protect your kids as a, as an argument to get vaccinated, because mm. in, in my opinion, at least I'm giving them more protection by not. Mm. But it is personal choice. At the end of the day, like Jeff said, it is personal choice, whether they're, you know, zero to five, five to 12, 12 to 18, whatever it may be, it is personal choice. Personal and choice, of- but you can't, and use it against people who don't vaccinate their kids or do vaccinate no, their kids. They're it's not protecting their kids. Everyone's it's doing it with the. No one doesn't want to protect their kids. The whole reason we're saying we wouldn't get our kids jabbed is because we don't believe that's the best way of protecting them. At the this personal stage, choice, right? also, if it's personal choice, is a child fully equipped to make that decision at five to twelve years old? No. But Lou, they're not. They're not fully equipped to make the decision when they get inoculated for everything else. They're not in, in that position to make a cho- choice of what school they go to or who have they have their birthday party. So let's, as parents, we have to make that choice for them. Let's be realistic about that, yeah? But it's we make the choice decision. about all the other vaccines. We make the choice based on history and study and years and years and years of... But it's the choice, the, the question you were asked about circumcising your son, it's the same thing. You make the choice in your belief. Now, if you were Jewish, that wouldn't have been a question. It wouldn't happen because that is the belief of your religion. It's simple, but it's that belief that and it is carried through. I've never heard of a case of a son coming back to sue their parents because he had a the end snipped off. I mean, it's it's a choice you make there and then. Well, but it did happen with ADHD pills. And by the way, ADHD pills, you, you often wonder where those reps are giving uh, those teachers a bonus. I'm, 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 I'm just talking out of my mind. But all I know of is what kind of calculation? Now, here it is. ADHD stuff we spoke about last week, done by medical staff, right? But teachers are the ones who are now saying whether you should have it or not. Hold on. Yeah. What kind of damn qualifications do you have? I and saw the questionnaire. We had to answer 10 questions, and based on 10 questions on a bit of paper, done. Go on. That's it. You diagnosed. That's ridiculous. That was it. I think it's the easy way it. out. I think, yeah, it's the and easy way out. That wasn't just out. a teacher. That was a pediatrician. Oh, yeah. It's a what medication, medication way over-prescribed to kids. I think it should be... Yeah, no, but that's the business oh. of the whole thing. And it's the same yeah. thing with the vaccine now. Jeff this talked is, about Jeff, this it's is, funny, mate, because when you started, you started talking about now it's a branding exercise, right? It is. That's what Yeah, it is. But now you're falling into the branding exercise by by backing it, right? You've agreed it's a business, you've agreed it's a money making exercise, and then you're getting um, you know, you you're pretty agitated about the fact that um we don't think we should vaccinate our kids. Well, I don't want no, to be part no, of a no, branding no, no. that's where you're wrong. I believe it's a branding exercise. We've been led strongly by medical um, companies. Pfizer is one of them. Secondly, I believe in protecting my family. Thirdly, I don't really care what other people make decisions on. It's their personal decision. Yeah. See, I used to always think that you um, and your personal decision about having your vaccination, I agreed thoroughly about you making a personal decision. I just used to enjoy watching and ramp you up a lot. But, um, you know, fundamentally, it is a personal choice. But, um, you know, once we got to set vaccination rates, you know, it did open up some borders. And I suppose, you know, I I just don't want to see COVID shut more borders again. And I think that's what the discussion was about um, today was um, Omicron. Does it really affect the anti-vaxxers? The day they come out. So now is it protecting your kids or keeping the borders open? Because the day they come out and say, we're closing the border if you don't vaccinate their kid, 
I'll come and find you first and then Alastasia second, mate. Because, so you've just, that's it, mate. It, it, Jeff, I 100% agree with you. So don't take what I'm saying as a personal attack. I'm trying to dissect your argument. Now, your argument started with branding, then it went to protecting your kids, and now it's I don't want to see them shut the borders again because the kids aren't vaccinated. No, no, just, no, 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 no. It started no, yeah, 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 mate. That's... It started with protecting my family because that was the question. And then I backtracked a little bit. You've got to listen back to this podcast. I am, mate, I am listening. You You've just said, oh, like, right, really, I respect your choice. I just don't want to see them no, close the I, borders I, again because the kids aren't vaccinated, mate. You said it, not me. I'm, I'm not, not the only one who heard it. Now, I've got to go and have dinner with a lot of lobbyists down here in Canberra, okay? <laughs> so that's why you need to sound good. But, mate, listen, just let them know. If, if they are going to put rules on my kids, all right? You know what I've, done, I've been doing this for lately, the, the Jeff? Every time I walk into a store now and they ask me for the uh, thingy, I go, can you show me your passport? And you know what, Jeff? I'm going to tell you this. The number of security guards who have been very angry because they asked that. You, you asked me, and I can't ask you. But you get, you get asked once a day when you go to the shopping centre. They would get asked a thousand times a day at the shopping centre. A little bit different. No, no, I mean, no it's not, because I need to protect my family. I can't take my family into a shop with someone who's not vaccinated, especially an unvaccinated child. So I don't care how many times they get asked. It's all about protecting the family or keeping the borders open, whichever one suits my current. I've got to go to dinner. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Jeff. Pop it out. You can do anything. They just have to wear an iPad that says, Here's my passport. That was good. That was good, Kevin. I like it. It's funny. They don't even want to answer that question. Yeah, that's I've funny. never asked. I've never asked. I'm going to start. That's going to be fun. I can't look. Watching this, need to start asking because, listen, we're not in Auschwitz or we're not in Germany time of Nazi. If if you can ask me for your protection, I can ask you for my protection. Exactly. It's a bit. I, and listen, I I love the Jeff. I know the Jeff. Love the Jeff. But he's. No, you don't. Yeah, some of the arguments, no, some of the arguments you just put forward are a, a, a microcosm of what goes on out there. People have an argument that they're so a side of a fence that they're so strong on that you can't even suggest a logical answer yeah. on that side of the fence without it. Like everything, he, he just changed his story to borders closing. Everyone heard it. And then we can't ask, but it, it's about protecting families, but we can't ask people to show us their vaccination. That's where. On everyone that, intelligent on that people. concept on that concept lou was saying before about that teacher that faked the passport at the school should she not be asked to be to leave shouldn't she not be fired she's is not she, allowed back to work because she's not a vaccinated teacher but they turn a blind eye when it comes to the graduation of her child so why? yeah well why exactly exactly Please. Exactly. You know, that's, that's, that's where we come it's back going to on values. everywhere, right? My my point was that everyone with an argument or an opinion needs to be open to the other side. If the other side, or if there's a mate. point of it that makes some monicum of sense, and uh, no reason. Let's stop this uh, thing here for the moment because I think it's going to be longer. 
and, and one of these days we're going to say to people, do you know what? When we took this thing about the unvax, and the unvax are not just the people who are not vaccinated, it's also our children, mm -hmm. right? We put on this subject, you didn't pay attention, now you do. It, we're going to have to refer them back to this. Let's go back to the wines, because last week I've forgotten to scroll out why this week we're going to have to. So where are we so far? Uh, Cam, you lost twice? I'm down. Oh, I've been yeah, lost and or disqualified, mate. Which yes, short answer is yes. And and, and Lou, you've lost once. Have right? I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the third round. Chris lost zero times. Thomas, well, I never lose. No, so, so yeah, all three of you are on zero. This is the third round. I've lost the first two. Yeah, the third round. So Lou is on zero. Are you saying? Lou's on zero because yeah. we weren't. Yeah. We right. Competing the 3.6, apparently. Okay, so first of all, we're going to have to vote. Are we okay with Cam turning up with that new bottle because he didn't have the opportunity to have his bottle? When he turned up with the other bottle, uh, he didn't have enough. He said it actually publicly yesterday. I don't have one for myself. Are we okay with this? Let's vote. I'm, I'm good. okay. I'm good. Lou's outvoted. All right, so, we, so, 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 so even Lou is saying it's fine. So let's have a look now. I just received the uh, numbers. Uh, the the for the best bottle for the day. Oh shit! Okay, let's forget today. Uh, we will do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> the best bottle today is Chris at four point six. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe anyone. Well, anyone? No. Four point six. No, 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 no. Make another rule. He is, he is. You were right, eh? Hey? <laughs> There's another rule coming. Is the Lewin Estate at Series Saturday at 4.4? All round. 4.4. So, Lou. Please tell me I beat you. So, if I took your bottle, Jericho. It's 2.5. <laughs> we haven't voted on that yet. Who's who votes? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna, I think it's unless mine's less. These are beginner mistakes, Lou. Beginner mistakes. Seriously. No, it's not true. So it's between Lou and myself. And Lou is average. Rating 4.25, and my average rating is 4.27. Oh! <laughs> oh, you're kidding. On Vivino, I am scrapping that up. This is 4.3, 4.3. And even the guy in the bottle told you that, Thomas. 4.5. Oh! All right, so how the hell he went down to 4.27? I'm going to have to talk to Charlotte and remind her who pays her. But this oh, look at that. Blind votes, blind votes. So Cameron. I need Lou to lose next week and then we're a tie. And to rest Chris and Cameron because they're going to go through this. Now, two bottle, two people turn up with a St. Hugo. One is Chris Dinola, 2016. And the other one was Troy Howe, 2016. Therefore, young man, you owe me an apology. Or I didn't accuse you of anything. 
I just shook my head and pursed my lips and bit my tongue we off. Have to find um, out. This is like Hamilton versus Sutton just by point two hundred <laughs> a second. Except Hamilton and Verstappen are never racing for last. <laughs> so let, let me clarify. I'm in the clear. I, I can't lose. And Thomas is in the clear. If you can lose, uh, Chris, because if Cam now has got a bottle that keeps on winning and Lou keeps on getting it, you and I can still go down. So okay. right now, no, no, there's only one. There's only one go left in this round, right? So I'm on two. Four rounds. No, I'm no, on no. two. Lose on one. So you're in the clear. So in the long and the short of it, I have to go to a bottle next week. I need to up you. I need you two to stay strong because I need you two to beat Lou next week, and I'll beat Lou. And and like, yes. But hang on. Can I just clarify? We do four rounds. If you guys get two each, Thomas and I get two bottles each. No. If you lose two each, we get two bottles each because you both lose. That has to be a tiebreaker. Has to be a tiebreaker. It's tiebreaker business. It's four rounds. We go to the next week and. Like Chris, I'm actually happy with that because paying for two versus paying for four. I'm not, no, 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 no. The tiebreaker is a good idea, guys. I think that we need to then have a look at all the VVNOs and see what's a high score all up. No. Well, that's me. No. I'll get disqualified. <laughs> I've had a 4.6 and a 4.4. Well, no, I've only had a 4. No, you're not too disqualified. So I'm good. So, Chris, let's go through this, this thing, right? If you and I, we really have a bottle that we beat Lou, then she will lose there on the tiebreaker. You get if you and I, we don't like Cam, then we just get, I don't know, one of those non-alcoholic bottles. <laughs> Cam will lose instantly. Right? Yeah. This is Cam. See, that is, a, that is a great idea. So you guys go for the cheapest. Um... I'm not a politician, mate, and you're not Pfizer. I'm not buying anyone else. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. I forgot to tell him. Hey, Pfizer is not the only guy. Like the guy who's now got all the medication involved into, uh, let's say, heart surgery, he sees that all around the world, he, there's no one operating on that. He's upset. What do you reckon he's going to do? He's going to put all his money into pushing all that out of the hospital so he can come back in. Pfizer is not the only one playing. I'm not saying they're the only ones, but they're the ones that we're expected to give to our kids, and that's all the other reason they're getting a mention. I'm not no, trying to unfortunately, them. mate, I've got four kids and nobody touched any hair on my kids. I'm telling you, I they will they will have to deal with me. If they do this, I'm gonna be down in parliament on parliament lawn and I'm gonna be the one conquering and running up the hill, man, because you're not I just think you've escaped from the Vietnam War tent. <laughs> the tent embassy at the front. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey guys. Well, so this week, sorry, Lou. <laughs> I have a plan. I have a plan. I'm going to go into. It's not a very good one so far. <laughs> plan is not to show up next week. <laughs> no, no. I will do a cam next week. I'll go find a very expensive bottle. Convince the person to sell it to me a lot cheaper. After they check your ID, of course. Of course. After they check my ID. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, and we'll see. We'll oh, that's see. crazy. 
Pretty how good. it they scored my bottle less than yours, Chris. I'd really love to taste it. Hey, how did we? I'm gonna have to look how many reviews here because I've tasted uh, the art series that that Cam's got. That is a crazy bottle. Yeah, that, I think it's on par with the the Vivian that got the four point six. I don't know why it was only a four four. Mm. But but Chris, I haven't tasted. So if I love this one here, man, Chris must be out of this world. Anyway, boys, girls, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. See you next week. With something, with something, please away from the viruses. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs>